We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We are part of the Blue Wire Network, and this is Jason Pat. I am here by myself today. I'm going to do a quick little emergency podcast as Ricky is out this week, but with the news that Lonzo Ball might need surgery on his left knee injury with, because of a slightly torn meniscus, I uh, figured it was a good idea to at least get something out here, especially after the Bulls' big win over the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday night, the vibes were, were feeling good again. The Bulls had been down bad losers of four straight games. Coming into this Cavs game, I did not feel good about the Cavs game at all, even with Alex Caruso returning on a minutes restriction. Uh, not going to lie, I did did a little parlay with the Cavs winning and some other Cavs players, uh, and I lost that. was happy to lose that with the Bulls getting their 117-104 victory, one of the better wins of the season given just how well the Cavs have been playing. And, and just how good they've been all season, especially with their main guys healthy, with Darius Garland, with Evan Mobley, with Jared Allen, former Bull old friend, Larry Markin had his best game of the season with 28 points, but that was no matter. The Bulls were still able to come up with the big win. Uh, Alex Crusoe, great to have him back. We just saw how important he is to this team, what he means, the energy that he brings. I believe it was in the third quarter he helped the Bulls build their lead up to double digits just with his energy. His offense also started coming around. You can just see just what he means just as a leader with that energy, that defense, the Bulls. Bulls defense wasn't great uh, for stretches of this game. The Cavs had their way with the Bulls at times, but they came up big in certain moments, came up big down the stretch, and we saw how much Crusoe meant there. We saw DeMar DeRozan get back to an MVP-like level. He hadn't had a 30-point game all month, and he goes for 30 points and some sick dimes down the stretch. I think he had seven assists, some huge passes for, for buckets as the Bulls just kept scoring and scoring. Nikola Vucevic bounced back from arguably his worst game of the season, that Grizzlies game. I uh, was railing on that. Everyone was hating on Vooch, me included, after just his dismal performance as the Grizzlies. Huge game against the Cavs here yesterday. He had... Uh, let's see, we had 24 points, 12 rebounds, three assists. That's against a big Cavs front line against really good players. And again, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, 
Uh, so for Vooch to bounce back like that, he had a clutch three-pointer from the quarter off a sick dime from Vooch. It was great to see. We saw Io DeSumo, another huge game, huge fourth quarter, 18 points, eight assists, some clutch three-pointers. Kobe White, big game, 16 points, 5-11. So this was just a great team effort, and it had uh, the Bulls fans, had had everybody vibing like we had like we had seen back before, uh, back earlier in the season when they were playing so well before some of these injuries hit. Uh, and of course that all this, all these good vibes short lived here for a bit because of this Lonzo ball news, we had gotten a Lonzo update before this Cavs game and it was not promising. It was pretty ominous. Billy Donovan said that the initial treatment on this injury, which I believe they first call like a bone bruise or like a bone contusion that the initial treatment was not working. So they were trying something else. And now Thursday morning, we hear from Shams first reports that he has a slightly torn meniscus in his left knee. Uh, and that decision will be made whether he's going to get surgery or whether he's going to tr- maybe rest a little longer, keep doing this other treatment and try to just play through it. Woj soon followed up with that this decision will probably come in the next day or two. Uh, by the time you're listening to this podcast, this, this decision might may have been made already. But if he does undergo the surgery on this meniscus, it'd probably be a four to six week recovery uh, that would take take, I believe, right through the all star break or maybe a little bit after something like that. Um, so like the initial reaction to that is obviously just a bummer. Lonzo's had such a great season for the Bulls and missing him is would be brutal if it's for a month, month and a half, however long that would be. It'd just be really tough, a tough setback for the Bulls with all these other injuries happening with Zach Levine still out and Zach's not going to be traveling on this upcoming road trip. I'm not totally sure when he'll be back, you know, although the prognosis for him seems better. We're still out. Bulls are still down Javante Green, still down Derek Jones Jr. They did also get Tyler Cook back available. Uh, so still, still some serious, some major injuries the Bulls are dealing with here. Um, and then, so then it, it comes to the decision of, should he get surgery? Should he not? I'm obviously not a doctor. I'm not totally familiar exactly with what he's dealing with here. Apparently it is a possibility depending on like where this tear is, how small it is. I know, uh, really good. It was a really good thread. I know, I think from in street clothes, that's the name is Jeff Stotts talking about, uh, just like. Yeah, Jeff Stotts is at at Tree Close on Twitter as a good, uh, just a good little rundown of Lon's situation, what it means, his injury, what it could mean, the decision at play here, uh, just like where the again, where like the tear is, how big it is, uh, could, so which will play into the the decision making in terms of whether he should get surgery or not. Uh, my first thought that I always hear is, well, man, like just trying to play on it just sounds like a bad idea. Just get the surgery now. Hopefully, you'll be fine down the, for the stretch run, but. Uh, apparently there is a possibility that he could, w- w- if this other treatment works, that this thing could just, he could play through it. It could heal on his own. It won't get any worse. I always just worry about it getting worse. Uh, you also do worry if he doesn't get the surgery and he does wait it out, but then he still needs the surgery anyways, that he'll miss this time later down the road. So w- I'm assuming that is why they're going to make this decision the next day or two. They'll say uh, either just get the surgery done or we'll see how this goes coming up here. Uh, maybe they would still have to get it done down the road, but maybe he'll just end up trying to coming back and play and playing through it. We did see Joel Embiid last season played through a meniscus tear, um, and he played really well. And I don't believe he ever got that repaired. I think it healed on its own after the playoffs, after the Sixers lost to the Hawks. So I guess, I mean, this is a thing that has happened. It's a surgery is not totally necessary. Again, it seems like the safe thing to do, uh, but I mean, we'll see. Uh, I said, I'm not a doctor. These, the Bulls will, Lonzo, the Bulls, their medical staff, Rich Paul, they will all have input on this decision. We'll see when that gets made in the next day or two. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, we'll have to it, it kind of is what it is with Lonzo at this point. It's a huge bummer, but I guess we'll also see if this has any impact on uh, the trade deadline. I wrote something for Bloggable. Uh, I was ready to have a go this morning, and then this news came out. I had to adjust a little bit whether this will have an impact on how the Bulls approach the trade deadline, especially with a guy like Kobe White. We've heard Kobe White possibly in, as a, a trade guy, even though Kobe has looked a lot better lately, just much looking like a much more confident player. Uh, does this mean there's a much less likelihood of trading Kobe? Does this mean there will be a less, less or more likelihood of trading Patrick Williams? We'll see. We're to- still not totally sure about Patrick Williams' timetable to return. Uh, but I feel like this would at least mean that Kobe probably more likely to stay. Pat, I could see them if they're not going to trade Kobe, maybe they do turn to and they do want to use Pat to get an upgrade at the four or wherever else. We know they could use some more size either at the four as a backup to Nicole Vucevic, anything like that. We could see that happen. Uh, some maybe, I mean, maybe this Lonzo decision will kind of play into that. I'm uh, not totally sure, but it'll certainly be something to watch. In the meantime, if Lonzo does miss all this time, it is awesome that Io and Kobe are playing great. So that is, and with Alex Caruso back, maybe the Bulls just won't lose too much. Obviously, having all those guys available is the ideal. Uh, those guys just they offer nice things on both ends of the court. Uh, with Lonzo Caruso, Io being great perimeter defenders, Kobe bringing that scoring punch. Now we're seeing a bit more scoring punch from Io as well. Uh, and Lonzo is an th- important three point shooter too. So that is something to consider. Uh, the Bulls are a really good three-point shooting team. They just don't take that many. And not having Lonzo there obviously is a, is a dip in terms of three-point shooting and possibly another reason why you want to keep Kobe White around. Um, so it is great. It means more more IO, uh, more Kobe. They'll have to continue to step up. Um, and with Caruso as well, Caruso was on that minutes restriction, I think around 20 to 24 minutes. So something like that yesterday. Uh, that he played. And again, he didn't shoot that great. He was only two of eight, but he was a plus 18. He had nine points in 23 minutes. We saw the defensive impact. So the Bulls can definitely, especially when they get Zach back, the Bulls can hopefully withstand this Lonzo injury uh, with these guys playing better. Again, I, I mean, what else can you say about Io against 18.7 of eight shooting yesterday, the couple clutch threes, there's so many big plays for Io. And this is a really nice little stretch of games here for Io to sumo. Uh, rookie out of Illinois, and it's just been awesome to see him. As we've said numerous times on this podcast, just the quick development of him, just getting better and better by the day. He's been one of the best rookies in the NBA, looking like a huge steal with that 38th pick. Uh, I mean, he played 39 minutes yesterday. Kobe played 38. So, I mean, these guys are playing big minutes because of these injuries. 
and they've been stepping up. Uh, they're going to have to keep summing up with Lonzo out. I will say, I forgot to mention this earlier about Lonzo. He, this is the same knee. He had a similar meniscus injury, uh, I believe back in 2018. And I think he did have surgery and he missed some time. Uh, that could possibly play into whether he gets another surgery, whether he tries to let it heal. Uh, so I just wanted to point that out. So ultimately definitely another, a tough setback for the bulls, uh, in a time where they've been going through a really tough schedule and dealing with all these injuries. Uh, so losing Lonzo is tough, but the fact that with Caruso coming back with, uh, on getting this win over the Cavs. Uh, it's obviously just a huge, huge win. Oh, actually, now look, look right as I'm going right now, um, the Bulls have announced that Lonzo will, in fact, undergo surgery on his left knee. It looks like this return will actually be six to eight weeks. Um, so that's a little longer than that initial four to six week timeline that uh, Woj said. Uh, that, so that's kind of unfortunate, but six to eight weeks. I mean, if he comes back at the end of that, we're looking at March 20th. That is still before the playoffs. So at least that is a positive that would give him a little time to get, to get back into rhythm and get back for the playoffs. So uh, again, uh, now that we have this news officially for us, this is from the bulls, not a report. This is an official report from the bulls. Um, now we have that set in stone. So the bulls have to now look ahead. They're going to have to adjust without Lonzo. Again, when you have Kobe, when you have IO, when you have, Alex Cruz so back. We just got to hope for no more injuries. The schedule is softening up a bit uh, after they play the, the Bucks on Friday in Milwaukee, another ESPN game. This game got flexed to ESPN, which is uh, it's kind of funny. I tweeted the other day just about how like I was so excited. I, w- I was upset before the season that the Bulls didn't get that many national TV games. Um, but and then they've had a few lately and they've just gotten their ass beat. They got smoked by the Grizzlies on national TV on Martin Luther King day. They got smoked by the Nets warriors back to back on ESPN. Now this bucks game is on ESPN bulls dealing with some injuries. Still no Lonzo, no Levine, a few other guys still out. Hopefully the bulls will at least keep it competitive um, in this bucks game. I can't, it's going to be hard to get a win up in Milwaukee with uh, the bucks. I believe they, they will have Giannis, Chris Middleton, Drew holiday, and they're 17 and three with those three guys playing. So that's going to be a really tough game. Um, so Bulls just at least be competitive, fight, play like he did against the Cavs. Even if you don't win, that's all right. The Celtics game as well, it was though they unfortunately blew that late. Hopefully, they can at least compete. And the schedule does soften up a bit. You play like the I think the Thunder and like the Magic. You close the month with uh with the Blazers. There's a Raptors game in there as well next week at home, which the Raptors have been playing better at times. I think they're right around 500. They do have some talent, but it's a team at home where you can still win. Uh, so after this Bucks game, schedule does soften up a little bit. Hopefully the Bulls can maybe find, get another winning streak going here, even with the injuries that they're dealing with. Hopefully Zach is back at some point this month or at least sometime in the near future. And that we can get these Bulls vibes back on track because the last one or two weeks uh, have been really rough with a lot of losses, with a lot of, a lot of injury, a lot of injuries. And now with this Lonzo blowout six to eight weeks, it's really tough. Uh, seems like he probably made the smart move here with the surgery, waiting it out and trying to play on it. It's just, it just seems like risky business, even though guys have done it before. So getting the surgery, getting it done now, and just getting to a place where he will, he should at least barring setbacks, he should be back uh, in time for, to get to ramp up before the playoffs. And hopefully by then the bulls are, have solidified themselves again as a top four playoff team. The Eastern conference standings have bunched up a bit with the bulls, on this little slump recently and with some other teams coming up. 
Uh, it should be an interesting fight to the finish. Uh, and we'll see. That's basically all I got today. Just wanted to get this out there and I'm glad this Lonzo news broke right as we were on. So I could, we can get this official update to you out there again, bulls play the bucks again, tomorrow night, Ricky will be back next time around this pod. We'll probably do our next pod sometime next week and we should have Ricky back and we'll obviously have plenty to talk about then. Uh, so that, that will do it for us here on this emergency episode of cash considerations, a Chicago bulls podcast, as always shout out to the blue wire network. If you like what we're doing here at cash, Please go check out all the other great podcasts all around the Blue Wire Network. And for us here at Cash, please rate and review us. Give us those five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Give us reviews. Uh, let's let us know how we're doing or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. In addition to Apple Pods, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all those good places. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore J. Ricky, you can follow on Twitter at SPN underscore Ricky. Uh, please always hit us up. We're always down to chat. Uh, let us know how we're doing, ideas, all that good stuff. And then a shout out to Fuzz Gun who does our new intro th- for this season. Go check out his SoundCloud. Um, so that'll do it for us here at Cash Considerations, H. Chicago Bulls podcast. I'll talk to you guys next time and get well soon. Lonzo Ball. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.